Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Baseball and whatever with your host Justin McAwee. Because I was on campus and I had to appear like I was one of the cool kids, I would put the Star Wars book inside one of my textbooks so it looked like I was just studying for class. <laughs> All right, look, there's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the King, it's of the Jedi. Vincent Francis Jankowitz of Ford. I'm a glorified fact checker. Last I checked, the most runs in a game wins. Actually, I am a fact checker. And Greg Probst! If you look at most Bond fans' movie rankings, they have Casino Royale and Majesties in their top two. For me, these actually rank in the bottom part of my list. I mean, I love them, but they don't compare to Diamond Club Forever. No, stop getting Bond wrong! All right, everybody. Hello. You'd think after this many weeks of using StreamYard, I would finally remember to hit the right buttons at the right time. But anyway, uh, thank you. Ah, damn. We're off to a banging start right now, Vinny. Uh, If you have never tuned in, hi, I'm Justin. There's Vinny. Uh, Greg is on assignment, taking a little much-needed break. So we'll be seeing him shortly, hopefully down the road. Uh, This week on Baseball and Whatever, episode 66. I can't believe we've made it to 66 episodes. I feel like I'm going to start repeating all my shitty stories, Vinny. I don't know about you. You've already done that. I already have. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I feel bad for Erica. We've been together for like almost 14 years. I just start telling a story, and she's like, "Yeah, I heard that one already." And that's. I mean, that this is a year and a half compared to 14 years. It's it's been a while. So I'm pretty sure that's just marriage and getting older, Justin. Yeah, it I mean, might be. I mean, now that you're a father, too, that's just going to be – that's part of your repertoire, well, retelling and- the same story over <laughs> and over and over. I'm going to sit on my – you know, is. start talking about my lawn to people and stuff like that. But no, um, anyway, 
Hey everybody, happy almost Friday, if it is Friday when you're listening to this, happy Friday. Today's episode, we're going to talk baseball, we got plenty of Cubs, White Sox, we got our regularly scheduled who's hot and who's not in the MLB, we got a little Bears talk, because they are still playing right now, if I'm not mistaken, against Seattle, does that sound right? Uh, I know Justin Fields, I think, was 5 for 7 in his his, uh, passing accuracy, I think, I could be wrong. That was it, yep. You only played a yards. handful. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. And then uh, our topic for this week, we are going to try and count down or rank our favorite female musicians, bands, singers, groups, all the above. Um, I don't know. I looked at the list that we have of our topics. Vinny, was this one of your ideas or was this a Greg it idea? Was. All it right. Idea. So it's been it's been a long time coming. So here we go. So um, I have been retinkering with my list. I actually, while I was running on the treadmill today, I had like a YouTube playlist of uh female rock bands and rock singers because i was trying to make sure i had my list settled so i think i'm ready to go but i'm not shocked that you've been tinkering with your lineup i've been tinkering yes uh no no ties no ties this week though Vinny. oh shocking i know you're you're in luck uh if you are listening to the first time thank you for tuning in you can find a variety of ways first of all we have the video version of the podcast on youtube at youtube.com slash baseball and whatever if you're also into twitch you can also find us at twitch.tv slash baseball and whatever you can find us on twitter at baseball and what i think we're almost up to 800 followers now if i'm not mistaken close to it i think like 760 770 yeah you're you're working your you're working your butt off over there, Vinny. Uh, <laughs> you try. can also you can also email us at baseball and whatever at gmail.com. And you can find us on a variety of podcast apps, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, um, Amazon Music. Friends? Belly Up and Friends. Yes. Uh, thank you very much. Yes. This is all uh, courtesy of our wonderful host and sponsor, Belly Up Sports. Check them out at bellyupsports.com. And... You can now search the Belly Up and Friends podcast uh, feed on any of your podcast apps of choice, and you will get all of their shows, including ours, on there as well. So don't just subscribe to our show. Subscribe to the Belly Up and Friends podcast stream as well. We would greatly appreciate it. Tell them Justin and Vinny sent you. They'll probably say who. And then, you exactly. know, exactly. Anyway. Uh, oh, and before I forget, there's also the text and voicemail line is one nine one three eight oh eight three two seven eight. That number again is one nine one three eight oh eight fart. All right. Um, we have we are on episode 66. So like always, we try and recount the famous, infamous or just plain boring and dull athletes that wore the number 66 in Chicago sports. It's getting progressively harder and harder uh, but here we go. Vinny, I'm going to start off with the Cubs because that is the only 66s I was able to remember. And I noticed that Greg uh, rode in on the Google Doc as well. He had the same two as me. We had Rafael Ortega, who is center fielder extraordinaire. Uh, he hasn't been playing as much lately, I've noticed, though. I think just because. Two blondes on the, the base path. Yes. Not not good. Not good. No. So, uh, And then the other one from, I believe it was from the 2016, 2016 season, uh, and I know Greg mentioned this one, and that is Minori Kawasaki. Uh, Good job. I you really got the year and the player right. Yes, I really liked him. I remember he. I don't. I think he only played like a handful of games with the Cubs. He was in Iowa for a while, but I know he was kind of a. I don't know if I'd call him a fan favorite, but he was definitely like a clubhouse favorite. It seemed. Yep. Uh, I remember. That. And I know Greg mentioned in in the Google Doc here that he was still fully suited in his uniform during the World Series in the dugout and celebrating on the field when they won. He is now still playing in Japan, by the way. Interesting. 
All right, I White Sox. I don't remember him being in his full uniform. In no, the- I don't. I don't remember that either. I just remember like whenever they wanted a good soundbite, they would go to him because he seemed like a, a a fairly personable and funny guy, from what I remember. But um, yeah, yeah I, I just remember him in spring training, and they, yeah, like the the players were going crazy for him. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, that, that season seems like such a long time ago now. It does. Ancient history. Um, In terms of the Whites, oh, was there any other Cubs that I missed? Rafael Dolis, 2011. I want to say maybe he was Dallas? a reliever. He had been a reliever, maybe. I'm that... going to say yes, he was a okay. pitcher. I don't remember anything about him, but I do remember He's currently being... on the White Sox. No way, At really? That, that was his last, it says team, White Sox, in the oh. minors on the seven-day IL. So Okay. Uh, last pitched in the majors for the Toronto, uh, Blue Jays. Nice. Okay. That's, that's a deep cut. I did not know that. Um, Greg wrote in, he said the White Sox, he had Jose Ruiz, who I honestly don't know. Uh, let's see. Michael Enoa and Yasiel Puig during that time. I thought he would be a Sox. So Yasiel Puig, I was going to say Yasiel Puig was never a White Sox. Was he? No. Greg's, Greg's oh, he throwing in. He's he's uh he's, he's doing th- that just to mess with me. He knows yeah. how much I don't like that guy. I know, I know you're not a fan. The the, the bat licking really uh does a number for Weirdo. you, right? Not a fan. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So those are the ones that Greg had for the White Sox. I don't know. Are there any others for the White Sox? Chris Volstad wore it. 2017. I remember him being a Marlin and being horrible. He was with the Cubs too. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought that was going to be some good reclamation project, and no, yeah, because I want to say not. not that wins and losses are the end all be all for pitchers, but I remember he was like five and sixteen with the Marlins, and then the White, and then the Cubs got him. So yeah, he was bad with the. Mm-hmm. He was bad with the Cubs too. Yeah, mm-hmm. not good. Um, Ray Olmedo, Olmedo, okay, Olmedo, Olmedo maybe. I think I remember yeah. him. Shane Lindsay, that does not ring a bell. Mark Del Sandro, no. Mike Heath Heathcott, no. Ninety-eight, no. no. Gary Staley, nope. And Bill Cox, no. no. Real, okay. real strong manly man there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. All right. So we got White Sox. I know we talked about before the show. We got no Bulls, no Blackhawks. You said there was one bear, I believe. One bear. Retired number. Okay. Really? Hall of Famer. Yep. Should I know this? You should. No, you shouldn't know this. Uh, this I was guy gonna... played in 1940 to 1952. Oh. It is none other than Bulldog Turner. He played center, tackle, linebacker, and guard. He was a jack of all trades. Sounds like it. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 uh, won, and his number's retired? Yeah. He wore, really? Really? Yeah. Only guy to wear it for the Bears, yeah. Hall of Famer, wow. four-time I, uh, Pro Bowl, seven-time All-Pro. I have no, I have never even heard him referenced like in in passing. You know what I mean? Four-time I wow. NFL champ. Yeah, I've never heard of this guy. I wonder hmm. if Pretzel Vince has heard of him. But if yeah, Pretzel I, Vince is listening, he's gonna have to write in and tell us if uh, he's if, got uh, eight eight interceptions. Or he, let's see, he finished his career with uh, seventeen interceptions, uh, two touchdowns on defense. Five fumble recoveries, uh, one touchdown from a fumble recovery, and that's about as far as his stats go. So okay. I'm All sure right. he was a real bulldog on the field. 
And that's Zing. must be how he got his nickname. <laughs> um, all right. We have uh, no Texas week, but we did get a few YouTube comments. And, uh, man, I tell you, Greg's not even uh, making an appearance this week. And he's still doing work in the um, in the Google Docs. So good on him. Uh, would you like me to read these YouTube comments or would you like to read them, Vinny? Go ahead. All right. All right, so from YouTube, we have user R. Beneski. Uh, uh, previously, when MLB The Show 2022 came out, uh, Greg posted a bunch of videos from his PS5. Uh, R. Beneski asks here, are the City Connect, avail- uh, City Connect jerseys available in franchise off the bat, or do you have to unlock them? Uh, and Greg responded, all City Connects are available in franchise right away. No need to unlock them. The Field of Dreams uniforms for the Cubs and Reds are also available. That is true. Uh, the last time I had some time, I actually did the Cubs and Reds game at the Field of Dreams Stadium for like half an hour before I went to bed a couple weeks last week. So nice. Mm-hmm. Did you win? Uh, no. Oh, I didn't oh. say I'm good at the game. I just play it. Okay. Yeah, I'm the pitching. I love the pitching, but I'm horrible at it. The way they got it set it up. Uh, and then we also have another YouTuber, Danielle Tabor on MLB The Show. Uh, he said that they just added Under Armour catching gear the other day. Just need the Force 3 and Mizuno catching gear as well as the Nikona fielding gloves. I'll be honest. To me, that is all a bunch of uh, gibberish. Gibberish. But thankfully, Greg wrote in and said, yes, it took them long enough. Check carefully, though. You will notice the UA4 helmet and the chest protector are still unedible color-wise. Under Armour shin guards, you can edit. The hack for this, select a different piece of branded equipment, customize it to your liking, switch it back to Under Armour gear, and the colors will be updated. Leave it to San Diego Studios to only get shit half right. Force 3 is a must, has to be in 23, or San Diego Studios building might as well burn to the ground with Ramon Russell inside. I think that's the head producer. I'm fine if Mizuno replaced Marucci. Nakono gloves are beautiful, and I would definitely love to see them. You know, I have never met someone more passionate about baseball, and in particular MLB The Show, than Greg Probst. So, Greg, thank you. All right. Uh, I... I got a hot take, Vinny, and uh, this kind of stemmed from your uh, Twitter comment. So let's go to the hot takes. All right. Greg's hot takes. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Hell yeah. All right. Want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. All right. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, Vinny. I believe it. God, the days are all starting to blur together. I believe it was this afternoon you retweeted or quote tweeted quote tweeted somebody that was asking about movies that you just don't get. Was that was that the gist of it? Yes, but it wasn't okay. it wasn't don't get, but you think are over. They're critically claimed movies that you think are overrated. Yes, and okay, so this is perfect. And I saw you mentioned Avatar, which I am going to hop on the Avatar hate uh, train here. Good. I saw a movie once. Uh, I think someone else tweeted it's Pocahontas in 3D, pretty much. Is your cousin? Yeah, my cousin that I don't know. I don't know how he has my last name, but anyway, um, yeah, he he tweeted that yeah, it's 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 really just it's Pocahontas in like a, a, a highly futuristic setting. Um, that movie's not good. It's no, it's, it's not. I don't understand. I really think the hype for that movie was that was when the whole 3D thing. Was mm-hmm. going strong in okay. Uh, this is I'm already sounding like an old man. I am so glad that fad died because I hated having to wear those goggles. I got nothing out of 3D movies. I don't know about you. Yeah, I I didn't. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that they got rid of the the glasses. Although they still do 3D, don't they? They occasionally, I think they do. Like maybe for yeah. certain types of movies that are more, um, 
I don't know, apropos of that, I guess. But yeah, I, I hated it. It always gave me a headache too. Um, and it was so damn expensive to, to pay for the three. Granted, it's like two, three bucks more, but you still know. Expe- I mean, you're still paying, what, 15 bucks to go see a movie. Yeah, and then you got to get popcorn and treats and, you know. Back in my day, movie theaters were a nickel. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to hop on that. Avatar <laughs> is horrible. Uh, and then Avatar 2 is coming out. I guess it got delayed till next year. And then I looked up on IMDb. They are filming and in post-production for Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5. So who, who They're making greenlit- five of those? Five of them, yes. Who greenlit two? Okay, fine. You want to do two, that's fine could even justify three like a back to the future thing where they film two and three together and then they release them you know or like they, yeah. was it the harry potter last harry potter movie or whatever yeah but three four and five like i, I doesn't anyone look at this and be like the reason this made a billion dollars was because of 3d and we're not going to have that to fall back on the, the people are going to see these movies are awful right like yeah and james cameron is would, so gun ho about it Wait for the second one to. I mean, unless they fell in love with the script or something, it's going to be somewhat amazing. But I mean, you would think they would be like, well, maybe let's wait and see after, you know, green light, maybe two and maybe three and just kind of wait and see. But I guess because it made so much money the first time around, they just kind of decided to go ahead and say you can make all five go ahead yeah. well and, and then the other thing i was reading about it because i did like a i fell into like a rabbit hole of avatar after i saw your stuff oh, that's and terrible I'm i sorry. know it was it was a nightmare for like the three minutes i gave to it but uh supposedly sigourney, <laughs> sigourney weaver who was in the first movie who i had to be was reminded she? she was she plays like the science one of the scientists and then she has like her own whatever the blue was it the Navi? Why do I remember that? That's really depressing. The she had like come out of her stomach in this one. Close that. That's that's Avatar two, I believe. Avatar. Okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's the sequel. Um, but supposedly she died in the first one, which I have no recollection of her dying in it. I just remember her character. I don't but even they, remember her in it. But they cast her again, and she's playing a totally different character. It's like, you can't. how do you get away with doing that? Like, she died, and now you're going to bring her on, and she's just going to play another character, and no one's going to bat an eye. Like, that just seems so well, stupid. I mean, we will, Justin. We're I, I know. Boo hockey. Boo, you're right. You're right. So I don't know. I just I saw that uh, Greg also chimed in on our Google Doc. He said he agrees. Uh, he seconds this. James Cameron and Avatar are dumb. And don't get me wrong. James Cameron did Terminator. I love Terminator. James Cameron also did Titanic. I don't like that movie at all. But um, you don't like Titanic. I like the second half when it's actually a movie about the Titanic sinking and not a love story. The first half yeah. I, I could care less about. But but yeah. Okay. I, mean, I don't know. Not, That's... It's not a great movie. I mean, it's 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 no. okay. Again, it's one of those movies that kind of rides more on the special effects than the yeah. story of it. Yeah. I just remember that old I think lady, I was she's in... just a liar, isn't she? She is. She <laughs> made all of them go down there for what? And then she throws the necklace away. What the hell? Right? You know? Gosh. It's bullshit. Um It is. Yeah, that movie, that movie was cr- I remember people were losing their mind when that came out. I think I was in 6th grade and okay. I remember going to like Blockbuster and it was two VHSs. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And it wasn't that great, at least for my under my yeah. recollection. But anyway, <laughs> I will still argue there was room on that door for Jack. Anyway, let's move on, though. There was. There was. Thank you. 
Uh, before we get to the actual sports talk, we'd like to thank our continuous partner in the clutch for joining up here with us on baseball and whatever in the clutch is an awesome sports apparel company that is known for their licensed MLB Negro league and MLS apparel, along with great shirts to rep your favorite retro hockey, baseball, and football teams. Even better. If you head to in the clutch.com right now and at checkout, you can use promo code baseball and what to get 10% off your order. How awesome is that? So once again, head to in the clutch.com, pick out a shirt that you like, add the promo code baseball and what all one word and you will get 10% off your order thanks again to the ladies and gents over at in the clutch we appreciate it all right let's get to the baseball stuff baseball welcome back to major league baseball sort of taking a look at chicago's two favorite teams and other happenings around the mlb all right i i feel for White Sox fans, let's start with the White Sox talk. I don't know if the White Sox are in it, if they're finally making their run, or if they're going to fall apart because they, I think they had what, five five in a row? Does that sound right? Five in a row, yes. Five in a row. They had that amazing game the other night. I even tuned it in, tuned in and not, was watching it. Not the it. other night. Not the other night. It was uh, two nights ago. Two nights ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, you know, Tony La Russa and, and Rick Hahn and, and Kenny Williams have been saying, you know, just wait. When we get hot, watch out. I'm like, this is – like, they they actually knew what they were talking about. This is it. This is their moment. They're going to take it. Minnesota has fallen off the train or fallen off the tracks, whatever analogy I'm trying to use here. Cleveland's kind of wishy-washy. This is their moment. And then now they look like crap again. Two losses. Two, Two losses. losses. Yeah. So, I mean, I, where do you think they're at, Vinny? They're they are who they are, as Denny <laughs> Green would say. They are who we thought they were. They're they're a five hundred ish team. This, I mean, they've been this way since the the end of uh, um, the All Star game last year. Yeah, this is just kind of who they are. And yes, the, you know, everybody was banging the drum that they won five straight, which is you know that's great. They needed to do that, but it was against the Tiger. They won three straight against yeah. the Tigers. Not when good. you have Javi Baez swinging at pitches in the dirt mm-hmm. or hitting pop-ups off of a bounce pitch, did you see that one? <laughs> I did see that. It wasn't good. Poor Javi. That's not that's not anything to I mean, yes, it was good, but as Greg said, you know, you need to pay attention. How were they scoring runs? They weren't hitting home runs. That's what they should be doing. That's what you want to see. They really weren't hitting home runs. Mm-hmm. And yes, they had two nice wins against the Astros, but you know, a blo- broken clock is right twice a day. It's true. Uh, blind squirrel finds a nut. It, you know, they are you, you in a 162 game season. It is 162, right? Yes. Unless the Cubs are playing the Brewers, and it's then it's 163. 163. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, in a 162 game season, you're gonna have games like that where you do happen to put it together and beat a good team. I mean, look at the the Athletics did just sweep the Astros what a month ago. Mm-hmm. So it happens. Um, and then yeah two two straight losses uh yesterday it was a close one today wasn't even close at all it was uh almost a football score maybe they're just honoring the bears playing for the day and they just wanted to give the fans a preview of what a, a football score is going to look like i you know that's what this team is uh, i they added elvis andres today yes i saw uh, that and i saw people were excited about that 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 was a good move Eh, like yeah he's He's a career 80 OPS plus player. 
he's was he know, a free old, agent or was he on a waiver? He was wire? DFA'd. DFA'd. Yeah, okay. He was DFA'd. His best years are behind him. I mean, he's a yeah. one point two WAR player, so he's better than a, a replacement player. Yeah. But I, does that really move the needle? Is he is he really gonna you know? He's got eight home runs on the year. He's you know probably right in the middle of the pack on most of the yeah, players. Yeah, for the whites. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I remember his his best days were what in Texas, right? Isn't that yeah. kind of when he was his at his best? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was twenty twenty was his last year with Texas. I mean, that makes me good. think is t- well, Tim Anderson's going to be out for a while, and Le- you know, everyday Leori uh, is on the injured list. I think for seven days, so maybe that's going to be longer. I don't know, and that's why. Yeah. But man, I feel I don't know. I've I saw some Sox fans online get really excited for that, and I'm like, I don't know. That's I mean, it's kind of like scraping the bottom of the barrel, if you ask me. Yeah. But more yep. power to yeah, them. I so I don't get it, but I mean, whatever. Maybe they can squeeze what's you know what's left out of him. You know, he put put him in a, a playoff hunt, and you know, guys guys start you know performing better when they have that that uh, that opportunity to possibly play in October. So that's true. We'll see. That's true. Hopefully, it does work out for him. But I, I yeah, it's that it's, working out. <laughs> Greg, uh, Greg wrote in, uh, he said, this is so predictable. He knew it. Yes. Please add more bad baseball players to the team. Don't hate the move entirely. Just knew they would do this. Nothing personal white socks, but go fuck yourself, <laughs> man. Poor Greg. Greg. He needs, he needs a win. We need a white Sox, a winning white Sox team for him. Cause he, he needs it. He deserves it. You it's know, it happened with Tony. Well, no, that that's that's You got true. the fans who are who are telling Tony what to do. Did you see Yeah, that I one? saw that. So one of the fans was yelling at Tony LaRussa to make a certain move. Is that what happened? The, and then the Tony did run, it. uh Adam Engel uh for uh Eloy. Um Eloy was on second and yeah, the fan told Hey Tony Pinch, pinch run angle there, and and then Tony did. I don't think Tony could hear the guy, but no, you know, but it makes for a good story. But the guy was sure. close enough where maybe he could have if it, the stadium was silent and the guy was yelling. Well, but yeah, <laughs> it's I, a possibility. You know, it is a possibility. I, you never, you never know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know you have on here, uh, Vinny Parisi from Fansided said the Sox are not done trying to add and improve their roster. But I mean, I feel like no. No team should ever be done, right? Like, especially if you're in the playoff hunt, you should always be scouring that, you know, who gets DFA'd and who's available. And yeah, I don't I know. Don't, Sox fans are thinking that they might call up uh, Oscar Colas. Yes, uh, from Double A, right? Yeah, he just got struck out by, um, uh, was it DJ Hers from the, the Cubs? From the Cubs minor leagues, yeah. yeah. I did, I did see that. It took 45 seconds or 49 <laughs> seconds to, to strike him out. Uh, it wasn't our, on three pitches either. Oh, well, hey, you know, it's not, it's not, I'll take it. Uh, our boy Glucose in the chat says Greg should become a Mariner fan. Yes, Glucose, I am still pulling for your Mariners. That is my, my second team at the moment. I'm still pulling for the Padres too, but I, they don't really need my help. Like I think the Mariners might you're, down the you're road. You're not so. pulling for the Cubs? You don't think the Cubs are going to make that wild card spot? No. Somebody, I saw uh, a bet. Somebody put down, I think a hundred dollars on a Cubs to win the world series bet. And like the payout would have been like a hundred grand. Wow. I'm like that's great, but you just threw a hundred dollars away because yeah. they are not they are not making it. But no. but what what are you gonna do? Um, a couple other White Sox tidbits. Uh, the other thing I don't know if you saw this. I think it was last night, Vinny. Uh, a kid jumped onto the field at guaranteed rate and was running around on the field with the players. I've never seen a was kid that Drake do that. Drake Laroche. It might might have been. 
He's trying to get back. Or it's uh, who were the two goons, the father and son? Was it the Lagee, Lagoo brother, Lagoo oh, family? Yeah. Lagee? Maybe it was a long lost relative of them. But yeah, but like supposedly uh, I was reading different accounts of it online. And again, who knows how, how true these accounts are. But supposedly somebody was sitting behind the parents and the parents are the ones who planned this. They they told the kid to go like they wanted the publicity, supposedly. And if that's the case, uh, being a parent now, that is the stupidest thing I think right? you could do. Right. Like, why? Oh, yeah. Why would you encourage your child to? You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Not only break the law. Now, granted, you might say, okay, of all the laws you're going to break, is that really that bad of one? No, it's it's a victimless crime besides wasting time, you know. But what does that say to, like, everyone else? Cause, and then I saw the the security, like, had him by the wrist, gently walking him to, yeah. like, wherever, you know, the, the bowels of Guaranteed Rate Field are. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, you know, I saw our buddy Herb Lawrence from CHGO. He's like, they should have tackled that little asshole and, and you know, treated him like he right? was an adult, you know. And I'm like... Yeah, I guess you're not wrong. Like in in the parents, I feel like are the ones that really, if if it's true oh, that they yeah. were, even if they weren't egging them on, like you should be responsible for your kid, especially oh, when it's sure. a little kid. You know what I mean? For like, sure. I don't know. That just it really being a parent now that really bugged me. I don't I don't know about yeah. you, but it it I mean, really. Yeah, I they were nice. I mean, there's no way they could could have tackled that kid. No, 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 no. I know. Their hands. I know. Um, yeah, because if I he would have gotten it, hurt, they would be in big trouble. Right, yeah, and I mean, really, what what danger does a kid pose to the players? No, I mean, none, I mean, none. This could potentially open it up for kids, you know, being a danger to the players. We'll, you know, we'll see, but I, you know, I doubt the the players are in much grave danger no. with the no. little kid running around on the field. But <laughs> I think the parents should be banned for life for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, a fair fair assumption. Know, I think that would definitely. I mean, there's there's no point to it to waste everybody's time. You got to get the player off the field, and yeah, especially if they're egging egging it on and they're yeah that's... they're encouraging it that's just ridiculous now you're going to have potentially more morons uh you have plenty of moron parents out there oh god yeah egg their kids on for that 15 minutes of fame and you know post it to their tiktoks or whatever and you know try to get their likes and subscribes and you know it's yeah it just ban the parents be hard on the parents yeah you know the kids kid's dumb but he's not i don't think he's old enough to no you know no i mean I, yeah it, well and, and like you said like you need to make an example not not like you said not necessarily of the kid but like if this goes un unchallenged on whatever like then you're gonna have like you said there's plenty of idiot stupid parents uh there's plenty of idiot stupid stupid people in general uh that will be like oh you know let's get our 15 minutes of fame run around on the screen you know or so we can get you on the screen go run around yeah. i just yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's stupid, but yeah, I don't know. I'm the one sitting in a basement, and they're at the game. I guess I don't know. But uh, 
All right. Well, I don't have. Do you have any other White Sox uh, stuff I, we need to get to? I don't. No. It'll be interesting to see what happens against this uh, cl- the, against the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. Say. I, Cavaliers. That's the wrong <laughs> Cleveland team. I knew it wasn't Indians. I'm like, oh, what Cleveland I just, team are I they just, now? I, that Joakim Noah quote just rained. Like, you ever been to Cleveland? Who goes to Cleveland for fun? You know, I don't know. That's right? just me. I'm sure it's a <laughs> lovely town. All right, uh, let's get to the Cubs. Uh, Vinny, stop me if you've heard me say this before, but I'm I'm starting to get a little optimistic for the Cubs next season. I I don't know I don't know what's come over me lately, but like. Adrian Sampson had a quality start, you know, five and two thirds. Uh, Keegan Thompson continues to shove in, um, mm-hmm. you know, Justin Steele, not too bad. Had a rough outing. Was it his last outing or two outings ago that kind of got, yep. got hit up a little bit. But I, I mean, I was looking back at his stat, his stat lines. Like he's only had like two or three rough outings and for a rookie like that's, or not a rookie, but for someone who's pretty like young, that's, not, that's yeah. not bad. That's not bad. Nope. So, um, I'm pretty excited. The other thing I'm really excited are excited for next season if they keep him around, and I hope they do, is uh, friend Mio Reyes is killing yep. it as a Cub. Holy cow. I am shocked. I know when they picked him up, um, everyone talked about how he was fairly good. You know, he, he had potential. He was decent a couple seasons ago in Cleveland, and he kind of lost his way. Uh, since he's come to the Cubs in seven games, he has a hit in every game. He's hitting 367, 367 on base, and a 733 uh, slugging with two homers, three doubles, one triple, five RBIs, and that's all done in 30 at-bats. So Impressive. Sm- small sample size, don't get me wrong, but... Um, I love it. Like that. That's awesome. And I mean, I guess I, I don't know. Besides DH, does he play any other position, or is that it? I, I, I want to say I mean, first base, he, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think he's as DH. registered as a first ba- baseman. But yeah, he's he's a DH guy, and yeah. they'll keep him for two more years. They have him under control. They have him for two under more control, years. So unless he bottoms out, they'll, yeah. he'll be back next year for sure. So yeah, so like that was that was awesome. I, I thought it was really cool. They interviewed him. I think it was yesterday. Uh, they were asking him, you know, you know, how he's enjo- is he enjoying his time as a Cub? And he said, of course, yes. Uh, my confidence went from twenty percent to like over one hundred and twenty percent. The way they treat me here in Chicago, the way they let me play, they just let me be me. It is special to be here. So, you know, when that idea gets out, maybe that helps. It's you know it's different here as the Wrigley Field uh, motto is this season or the Cubs motto is this season slogan yep. whatever the hell you want to call it but um yeah that it just it made me happy it it made me really happy that like I can kind of see the gears starting to turn on what this team might be in the future um now if they let Contreras and Hap go I feel like that automatically creates two more holes that you got to plug with with prospects I guess I don't know um. Well- I don't know well, what. I, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think you're you're right to be optimistic. I'm always the optimistic one on this podcast. I so. know, Mister First Place on uh, the division this year. Uh, yeah, that didn't. <laughs> I'm never going to let you live that one down. Uh, that's okay. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of negative stuff going on about oh, you know, free agents aren't going to want to come here. Right. I never understood that. Um, you know. A lot of, you know, you Darvish was saying a lot of positive things to say a Suzuki during the, the, you know, when they were trying to sign him just because they didn't 
sign the core and they trade him away doesn't mean that the Cubs treat their players like crap. Yeah. They offered them fair contracts. Their contracts were very similar to what uh, they the, the, the core ended up signing for. They traded them away all to playoff contending teams and in areas where they wanted to be. And for Javi wanting to play with Francisco Lindor, they traded him yep. to play with his best friend. They did right by the players. I I never understood the the you know the the people that would hang on to that and say, well, the, the Cubs treat their players like crap because they didn't sign them. They didn't give them what they wanted. That doesn't mean they treat them like crap. It's a business. The players yeah. know that, you know, and that's just what it is. The players understand that it's a business that the, you don't come to agree, agreement. It doesn't mean that you know they hate you. You know, it, unfortunately after the trades happen, you know, there was a little bickering back and forth between Jed and Rizzo. Sure. That happens, but yeah. it, it wasn't anything really that bad and, you know, damaging, I would say, mm. to, you know, the Cubs front office, but people wanted to look at that and they were hanging their hat on that. Uh, you know, the players like it in in Chicago. Um, you know, it's a, it's a you know, a good fan base, I'll say, you know, mm-hmm. there's always those, you know, goofy, goofy, yeah, rotten apples. Yeah. In the bunch. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the players obviously like to play here. Jed's supposedly got a plan. Um, you tell that to the players, you give them a, a good contract that they think is fair. They'll be here. Um, yeah. You know, they may have to overpay. Uh, and if the front office is willing to do that, then they'll do that. If they think the player's right, I don't care how much money the Cubs spend. Mm-hmm. I just want them to get the right players. That's they, a great they point. Could have, they could have a bottom 20, you know, payroll, but if they're winning the World Series, I don't care what the payroll is. Like I Tampa. want good players. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I want That's good a great players point. and I and they shouldn't they shouldn't shy away from a big contract. They can afford it. But just get it right. That's all. I, same thing with like the Bears. Just get it right. I that's all I care. There's yeah. good players out there. Get them. It doesn't matter what it costs, get them. But it, it also doesn't matter how much you, they don't have to spend an astro- astronomical amount if they don't need to. Because, right. you know, obviously spending doesn't equate to winning. We know this in baseball. Look at the Yankees. Look at Texas. Look at Minnesota. Oh, Texas is a prime example. Yep. Uh, I mean, look at all the. We, I, I remember us sitting here, you know, me, you, and Greg sitting here when uh, free agency finally opened up after the, the lockout. And it was like, holy cow, like, look at all these players they're signing and millions they're just throwing around and they're in the bottom of their division. And mm-hmm. who knows what they're going to do because now, now you have all these contracts who, you know, clearly they're probably not that good. Um, you know, going forward. But I, I mean, for me, like the thing that's getting me a little excited about the Cubs is, okay, honestly, I would be per- perfectly okay with moving wisdom to first base and keeping him there. Granted, he's only hitting like 220, but he still gets on base and he's he's a good power corner power, you know, uh, infielder. You keep mm-hmm. Madrigal has been incredible since he's come he's come back. So I don't yep. know if it's was he just really still not feeling it still when he came back, you know, from his injury last year and then he got hurt again and that you know messed everything up nico horner has been incredible at shortstop do you maybe move him you know do you get a shortstop and ask the shortstop to play third base next season that that you could fill that hole then at third that's something i'm kind of curious about granted i know there's also prospects that we could look at too but Contreras, you got to figure out what to do with catcher that's that would be a a hole to, to plug Right field, you got Suzuki. Center field, I really like Morel. Granted, he's not—he's kind of come back down to the mean a little bit. He—he's not as 
uh, like, you know, he, yeah. that first month he was incredible. And then I think oh, the, yeah. the pitching kind of uh, reacted to him a little Adjusted bit. But to him. Yeah, he, he's still a decent player. I think he could be an everyday center fielder. I don't, and, and I mean, he's 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 a decent, you know, either a first, uh, a leadoff or like an 8-9 guy once the, the lineup bats around. And then in left field, preferably, and I never thought I would say this, I hope they keep Ian Happ and let him play left field for the foreseeable future. So That's shocking. I know. Someone marked wow. the tape. But I actually said that. I know it's it, it almost pains me a little to say that, but it's it's how I'm feeling right now. So, <laughs> yeah. And, I, and then you look at the starting rotation. The starting rotation looks good. The relief, the bullpen. I mean, the bullpen is is a fluky thing to begin with, but they usually have a decent bullpen for the most part, I feel like, or they can kind of yep. plug in guys in general. So, I mean, realistically, if they get the right guys, uh, they need a third baseman or or they need to move someone to third base. I don't know if that's corner but I I feel like the more you move Horner and you've already moved him from second I I almost feel like just leave him be mm-hmm. um but you know you talk to free agents hey you're a shortstop would you mind moving to third and I mean if they yep. do I mean it's not it, without precedent I mean Cal Ripken did it Alex Rodriguez did it it, it happens you know I'm yep. not I'm not equating anyone the Cubs get to Cal Ripken I, I don't see that Alex Rodriguez maybe because he's a bum but uh you know <laughs> I, had to, I had to slide um, that one in there yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think with the if you're looking at the shortstops, Correa, Turner, you could probably move to second because um, mm-hmm. I think he's playing second right now with the Dodgers. I believe you're right? correct. Yeah, and uh, what they got, Danzy Swanson and Xander Bogarts. Uh, Xander has already came out and said that he does not want to move from his position. I think that was kind of one of the things when they got Trevor Story is he did not yeah. want to move, so he's 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 probably off the table unless you want to move Nico. Mm -hmm. Um, Correa probably makes the most sense. Uh, Doesn't have a qualifying offer tied to him. Mm -hmm. He he's already, I guess, you know, I've heard a lot of people talk about how he would profile as a good third baseman down the road. So maybe you put him there. uh, Maybe let him play a couple years at shortstop and then end up moving him there. I don't know. Could be. Um, And Dan, Dan Swanson's the other guy. I don't, I don't know what he would profile as. No, I don't know either. He'd be willing to move. I don't know. Those are the big, four big ones. So You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. We'll see. And then with catcher, I don't know how they view the catcher position. If they want somebody to to manage the staff better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we talked about this on the, the podcast already, but yeah, you know, uh, a lot of the pitchers come out and they, they say that the, you know, Kyle Hendricks likes working with Jan Gomes. He's mm-hmm. not the first one. Um, you know, and I know that's been an issue kind of in the past with, you know, Contreras' managing of the, the pitching staff hasn't been the best. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't think anybody has an issue with him personally. No, I just no. think, uh, you know, what he, you know, when he calls a game, it isn't as good as other catchers on the roster. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. They got some holes to fill. Um, they could go out and get, um, you know, if, if they let Ian half walk or they trade him, they could go out and get Aaron judge. He's going to be available. Ooh, they I didn't do even think about that. Front frontline starter so we'll see see about that um they i don't know who's available for pitching i haven't looked at that yet no we'll have to um, we'll have to do another free agency show when the time comes around and, and dive, yep. do a deep dive on that but yeah like i don't know i'm i'm like i've fi- been finding myself watching a lot more cups games lately just because it, they're they're kind of becoming a fun team and 
you can kind of see where it's going a little bit. Where yep. the beginning of the season, I could not see anything because you still had, you know, Hayward playing every day and Schwindel playing every day. And, and second base was like a gaping hole because, you know, Madrigal wasn't here. They were plugging people in left and right. We had the Andrew Alton yeah. Simmons of the world and the Jonathan VRs of the world and, you know, all the above. Gosh. So, um, yeah, which it's, it's, it's hard to think that that's how long ago that was. It's already, uh, it's already that uh, in the in the rearview mirror, thank God. But yep. Anyway, um, I don't know. I got. I think that I got nothing else for the Cubs. You got anything else for the Cubs? No, I don't. All right, real quick. I only have. Uh, I only have two stories here for the. Uh, for the what am I trying to say for the MLB? Uh, this one we talked about it before the show started. I don't know. I found this hilarious. Maybe I'm a sicko. Uh, the Dodgers television crew uh, was at Milwaukee. They were playing the Brewers, and one of their reporters, I believe it was a radio reporter, um, came out and talked about how he wanted to go down Bernie Brewer's slide in Milwaukee, which I believe is called Bernie's Chalet. I did not know it had a proper name. Did you know that? I didn't know that either. No, I just <laughs> thought it was Bernie's Slide. Bernie's Slide. Yeah, leave it. Leave it till the leave it to the Wisconsinites or the Milwaukee Milwaukeeans. Class Milwaukee. it up. It's still a slide. It's still it's 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 a yellow playground slide is what you it call is. Call what you want. It's a slide. But uh, so he was all excited. They filmed him going down the slide, and let me play for you what happened when he went down the slide. So give me a second here. Let me load up this audio. The quality is not the best because I had to use certain means to do it. But here we go. So here is uh, the radio reporter for the Dodgers going down Bernie Brewer's chalet. <laughs> Right up, Muncie. Oh no. Okay. First, I want to report that he's okay. He was not okay. Oh, no. <laughs> he was, was not that during okay. During the game? That was during. The, uh, actually, I, I believe they let him go down pr- previously, pre- uh, prior to the game. Okay. I prior I to the game. Call, call strike. But they they were calling. Um, so they they were calling the game, and then they said, "Oh, so and so wanted to go down the slide. Here's what it looked like when he went down the slide." And then they cut back to the game, and so uh, okay. yeah, they, that was I think it was was it Mac, Max Muncy was up to bat or something like that. So um, he broke two bones in his right wrist and cracked six ribs when he tumbled and crashed into the padding at the end of the slide. That's uh, a shame. Yeah, you, you could hear him screaming, "Holy crap! Holy crap!" Because. Uh, you know that that slide's pretty high up, and he was moving pretty fast. He was so the 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 best part, and if you can find this on the, on on Twitter or YouTube, is you got the broadcasters talking during the game. They cut to this footage of him going down the slide, back to the broadcasters laughing at him because he fell and hurt himself. And then he goes, "All right, we're gonna check in with whatever the reporter's name was." They cut back to the reporter, and he's got his arm in a cast, and he's trying to do his interview. It was hysterical. I was dying That's laughing. Great. It, was, it would have been it better was, if it was uh, Tom Brenneman doing the uh, call. That's <laughs> In the Castellanos with a deep high fly ball. <laughs> They're going to take my favorite thing in life away. That's a deep fly ball to center field. <laughs> oh, Tom Brenneman is a douche. Uh, I never. Yeah. I know he he something about him, too. When he left being a Cubs broadcaster, he was very anti-Cub for some reason. Um, I, I don't know why. I, I don't know what that was all about. But um, the only other thing uh, that I had for the MLB is I fall. I saw this stat online. I believe it was uh, somebody from CHGO posted this. 
Did you know, Vinny, Javi Baez is the only player in baseball history with three or more games where he went 0 for 5 with five strikeouts? I did know that because I saw that same stuff okay. today. <laughs> okay. That is a That is not good. And, and I love Javi. I love I love his, his demeanor. I love his attitude and how he's just trying to have a good time. But, man, when he gets out of rhythm with his uh, his swing, like you said, he, he, he uh, popped up a ball that – Hit the bounced. dirt right that bounced Before. in. <laughs> oh, when he starts swinging away, it's it's bad. So yeah, I don't he's know. Not right, right. No, now. he no. hasn't been really right all season. He had a stretch there where he had a pretty decent week, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's struggling. I don't know what's he's. You know, maybe it's the contract trying to live up to the contract Could be. trying to carry carry the Tigers because they aren't a good team right now is mm-hmm. he's not the only one no one else is really doing anything on that team either so yeah I that's oh boy that's an ugly stat um but it doesn't really surprise, surprise. me I guess I, no yeah, I mean, in... he had a couple five strikeout games with the Cubs too I remember we were joking about the platinum sombrero and yeah yeah you know, what, what comes after platinum because there there'd be some times where you'd think if <laughs> double platinum it, i don't know again. yeah <laughs> I, I feel like we need to consult like a record producer what record do you get after uh platinum <laughs> diamond exactly. i don't know yeah uh yeah poor javi i i love him he was obviously i i know it's there's plenty of podcasts with me talking about i wish they would have kept him obviously seeing the way the cubs are going now with horner and then all obviously javi's trajectory too with detroit um, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, they, they, they went separate ways. It, it worked out in the end. So, um, th- I got nothing else for the MLB. You got anything else? That is it. All right, then let's go to who's hot or, and, and, or who's hot and, or who's not. And now folks, it's time for who's hot. So damn hot. Oh, hot. Because I'm a hot little potato right now. And who's not? I'm afraid that the condition has left me cold. Freezing my royal Rastafarian nannies off. This guy sucks. All right. That never gets old. Uh, all right, Vinny, this is your segment. Take it away. Do you want to Pretzel Vince uh, chimed in there? Oh, did he? Oh, I'm sorry. Pretzel Vince. Uh, oh, thank you, hey, Pretzel Vince. Hey, everybody. An old man's talking. I'm glad you saw that. I had my I had my uh, screen flip back to the Google Doc. Uh, he says double platinum is the next record. So I suppose if, if Javi ever got a 0 for 6 strikeout game, that would be a double platinum strikeout. Oof. Oof. Yikes. He, hey, you know what, though? He's still he, Those checks are still cashing. That's all that matters, right? They sure are, and yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be up too upset about it if I were him. No, neither would I. Neither would I. But okay, uh, Justin, yeah, what you got for me this week? Hot or not? Not hot and or not? Um, <laughs> hot or not? Who for the White Sox was hot this past week? Hint: uh, He plays in the infield. Ooh, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna channel my inner uh, Greg here, and I'm gonna go with his guy Jose Abreu. That is correct. Jose Abreu is hot this week. He's slashing 480, 517, 480, 997 OPS, one RBI, a walk rate of 10.3, and a strikeout rate of 17.2, a bat pip of 571, and a weighted runs created plus of 187. Who wow. was not hot this week? And again, he plays on the infield. Mm. All right. Nobody I- likes him. 
nobody likes him or who like are well, they do- I shouldn't say nobody likes him. I should say that his replacement's probably coming. Oh, all right. Well, if his replacement is coming, then I'm going to say Josh Harrison at second base. That is correct. Good job. Josh Thank Harrison you. was not hot, although his stats weren't awful. He was he uh slashed 296, 321 uh, slug 296 for 617 OPS, one RBI, 3.6 walk percent, 10.7 strikeout uh, rate, BAPIP of 333, and a weighted runs created plus of 80. So not good, but I mean, yeah. it's not atrocious. We've seen worse on the podcast. So <laughs> yes. that's true. We have seen much worse. That so. is hot or not for the White Sox. Now, Justin, who yes. was hot this week? All right, for the Cubs, I got to go with my guy, Franmil Reyes. That is correct. All right, three for three. Yes. Look at that. The, the Franimal, you are on fire right now, just like last week. Uh, you know, what can I say? It's a gift. The the Franimal <laughs> was on fire, as you previously alluded to. He slashed 364, 364, 864 slugging for 1.228 OPS. I don't know if there's been a Cub with a 1,000 OPS in a week this year. I was trying to – it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, a lot of eight eight nine hundreds, but they haven't had a good power hitter um, most of the season. Maybe say at the beginning of the year. Right, um, right. He had two home runs, four RBIs, zero walk uh, rate, and a 22.7 strikeout rate, a bat pip of 400, and a weighted runs created plus of 234. Justin, who was not hot this week? All right. Uh, I'm going to go with my gut because I believe he was also not. He was who's not last week. I believe it was Seiya Suzuki again. Man, I want, I love him, but he's not doing well. He's not doing well. Yeah, he's not. He's he got worse this uh, past week. He slashed 160, 250 uh, on base percentage, 200 uh, slugging for 450 OPS, three RBIs, a walk rate of 10.7 percent, so that's pretty decent, and a strikeout rate of 25 percent, not good. Bapip of 222 and a weighted runs created plus of 31. Not good for poor Seiya. No, and uh, Glucose chimes in the chat. He says, glad friend meal is still in the MLB. He's such a huge dude and can mash homers. Yes, he is yes. raking right now for the Cubs, so good for and big him. big guys in baseball are always fun, too. Yeah, give just, me... Just makes baseball you know give fun. me a john crook a mo vaughn a uh i don't know who else is another rowdy telez rowdy telez did you see rowdy telez almost like murdered a child the other day by trying to catch a ball in fall territory he landed oh, right god. on top of him oh god <laughs> and then the kid turns around after he walks away and the kid's like yeah like he was so pumped that he almost got crushed by rowdy telez no, I mean, but I mean, yeah. hey, you know, badge of courage, badge of honor, I guess. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You all had a, a famous player fall on him. Do you have a famous player? Fall no, on I have not had a famous. No, <laughs> no, no, I have not. OK, Justin, <laughs> do you want to t- continue your winning streak here and see Ooh. if you can get hot or not for the MLB? I'm all right. Say y- I'm going to no. say no, but you give me give me at least a team. Maybe. Uh, all right, let's do it. This one. I, this guy I've never heard of. So. <laughs> Not, it's not gonna oh, be good. good. I love my chances. Yeah, and he plays for Kansas City. Oh God! 
That's like the armpit of the MLB right now. Right? Um, oh, man. That or the A's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least the A's have cool uniforms. I don't know. Um, I have no clue. You're going to have to give this one to me. I have no. I don't even. I barely know anybody that plays for the Royals. Vinny Pasquantino. Uh, oh. Yeah. I've, I've I feel like I, I feel like I want to do like a New York accent here, but I'm not going to do that. So oh, you should. <laughs> no, uh, no, that's good. It's okay. He slashed 500, 565, 1,000 for an OPS of 1.565, three home runs, five RBIs, 13 uh, percent walk rate, and 8.7 percent strikeout rate. A bad pip of 467, and a weighted runs created plus of 338. Now, Justin. Yes. Who was not hot this week? This guy plays on Cincinnati. Uh, Joey Votto. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. All right, sweet. Joey Votto was not hot, and now he's also injured. He's injured now, yeah. Season-ending injury. Which, Um, if I played for the Reds, I'd be begging for a season-ending injury, too. So. And now he's got more time to be on uh, Twitter, on Twitter. And yeah, everything. Yep. Joey Votto slashed zero forty five zero for an OPS of forty five, a walk rate of four point five percent, and a strikeout rate of twenty two point seven percent, a BAPIP of zero, and a weighted runs created plus of minus ninety six. Not good mm. for no, poor not Joey good at Votto. all. Not good at all. Uh, but now he doesn't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, he collect a paycheck and relax. You yeah, know exactly. But, all right. Well, uh, the Bears are playing tonight, and we still have some interesting updates to the Ro- Roquan Smith uh, debacle. So let's get to some Bears talk. Manures of the Midway, <laughs> where the guys talk the pile of horse crap that is the Chicago Bears. I mean, when you consider the other choices, manure is actually pretty refreshing. <laughs> I love that episode. All right. Um. First of all, Vinny, I believe you added this. Do you want to discuss uh, the the latest uh, update in the Roquan Smith saga? Because I feel like that's what it is at this point. Yeah. Um, so Roquan Smith, over after we got done talking about it, he requested the trade on Instagram or yep. on social media. Um, during the past week since we last spoke, uh, someone had been calling around the NFL to teams <laughs> by the name of St. Omni. And trying to orchestrate trades on behalf of Roquan Smith. First of all, players can't do that. They right. can. I think they can see if maybe a, they can go out and maybe find a team that's interested. But they can't orchestrate trades. And you also can't do that if you're not a registered NFL agent. Bingo. Since uh, Roquan Smith does not have an agent, this uh, Mr. St. Omni or Mrs. St. Omni or Miss 
St. Omni uh, was calling around uh, illegally, and the NFL actually had to step in and uh, send out a, a notice to teams <laughs> saying, do not take calls from this person because they are not a registered agent. Well, um, yeah, and, and, and supposedly, too, like, the Bears, I heard, did not give him permission to seek his own trade, so no, he violated he just, that, too, right? Yeah, 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 and, that, and yeah, that, that was kind of what I meant. Uh, yeah, what about when needing, you, yeah. Yeah, that they you oh can't do God. that unless you have approval. But yeah, that yeah. <laughs> I I at this point I'm like, you know what, Bears trade him. Like this guy, it, there's a couple. This guy's just gonna be a problem down going. the road if they sign him. Yeah, too. I I mean the the problem is like I don't know. I mean like I've always assumed or thought he was a pretty good middle linebacker but like everyone on you know that i read uh read about online and listen to the radio they're talking about like middle linebackers aren't really necessarily valued as much at this moment so yeah. the fact that he wants a hundred million dollar deal is kind of tough because does he you know is he trying he's trying to set the market i would imagine for middle linebackers yep. but um I, yeah i don't know this, this whole saint omni thing gets really weird and you know and then supposedly dallas is, is interested now so I don't know what you could get from Dallas. Um, I, I do you just try and take? I'm assuming you just try and take picks, right? Like I don't think you're. Are you? Or I don't know if you're bringing a player back in a trade. But yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever, whatever's best. Again, do what's best. I <laughs> I don't I will, care. Just do what's best. I I was I, kind of impressed with like, and I don't like Bears management usually at all. But I was kind of impressed that Ryan Poles came out like and got ahead of this too, because if it was uh, yeah. our if it was our buddy Ryan. Uh, What's what's Ryan? Who's our former Ryan GM? Pace. Ryan. If it was Ryan Pace, he'd be hiding, you know, in the corner, not wanting to talk to anyone. So I at least give him that. But uh, uh, Pretzel Vince in the chat says Saint Omni has also represent represented in quotes two other players, and it did not turn out good for those two players. So um, I don't know. I I I thought I saw a picture of Saint Omni, and it was uh, it looked really like Roquan, except he had glasses and like a Groucho Marx, um, you know, I mask thought it was on. Tim Anderson. so he's calling from the airports he's calling from the airports (laughs) yeah and then it gets even weirder now matt forte has you know uh, shared his thoughts he said the bears are definitely cheap they give guys a hard time i i don't know know. i go back and i i don't a i don't know what it means like you said in b do I sometimes think bears management is cheap yes do i like bears management no do i like bears ownership hell no um, but then you look at some of the contracts they shelled out, like for Khalil Mack and Julius Peppers and, you know, um, I'm drawing a blank now just because I'm not as deep in the Bears history an, as you guys are. But I don't believe I, I hate this, this adage, this belief that Bears management is cheap. Ownership is cheap. I, I know that I've had arguments with Pretzel Vince on this. <laughs> They're not cheap. That that's an old mantra that the Bears are cheap. Uh, they're not anymore. They built a brand new facility uh, at it was Lake Forest. Yeah, is that where they're at, at Hallis Hall. The, the, yeah, Hallis Hall's brand new facility, brand new training facility. They they hire and fire coaches at will. And, <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, they, they, yeah. <laughs> you know they they don't get that right. I mean they don't they're not good. But they're they're not cheap anymore. And when players are calling management cheap, I don't, I don't get that. There's a salary cap. This isn't baseball. Yeah. 
where you have on you know you you have a franchise tax that's a pseudo yeah. you know a ceiling but they have a salary cap and a floor that they have to spend the money right so saying they're cheap i don't get that they give guys a hard time i because what they signed a big contract they maybe rag on you a bit for that for having money sure. I, I guess i i don't know um you know what do you expect from an owner that you know probably drives a, a station wagon um <laughs> You know the the family uh, the family truckster yeah the fam the the queen family truckster still from the eighties um, you know I okay they they give guys a hard time I'd be curious to know more about that yeah I I don't get that um, paying Roquan at this point I like I said this whole thing is really weird uh, the same yeah. thing you know him want you know the Bears thinking talks are progressing and then Roquan trying to flex. And say, well, you know, they're not meeting my demands, so I, I'm requesting I want a, a trade. trade. Like, what? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and who's to say at this point he signs a big contract? Three years into the, you know, five, six year deal, he wants more money. He's going to yeah. sit out and pull crap again like this? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, he's going to pull a Le'Veon Bell. Just, it's not worth it, man. Send Thanks for your road. time. Good riddance, you know. Yeah, let someone let him be someone else's problem if you can get by without him. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I know it creates a hole because you know he's a, he is a good player, but sure, you know, for, for Ryan Poles' sake, do you really want that headache? You know, thinking, well, okay, I pay him what he wants. Now the next time he wants you know more money, he's just gonna he's gonna pull some yeah. weird. You don't know what he's gonna pull. <laughs> no, well, and way. that's that's the thing. It's, it's an unknown entity in general between the agent and in what he's going to do. And yeah, it's it's just a weird, really like. And and I totally get like I think last week or two weeks ago, like I totally get your contract is not guaranteed in the NFL when you're close to a new contract. I get guys wanting to hold out a little bit and kind of move the contract talks up just in case they ever get hurt and they miss out on their one solid payday. I get that. Mm-hmm. But like like you said, he's going to get this payday. Is there a chance that in two or three years when the market has reevaluated middle linebackers, that he's like, no, 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 that's not good anymore. I want this again. And then it's like, all right, well, you, you got your big deal. Like, we're, we're done playing this game now. You know yeah. what I mean? So. I don't know. And, th- and then it was weird. Colin Coward weighed in saying the Bears need to pay up. And this is your Steph Curry moment. Don't be be the Golden State Warriors. Don't be the Bears. Like, I don't even know where that I, I, I heard that. today, yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know what he what he's talking about. Like, I, I, I get the idea of like trying to compare the Golden State Warriors to the Bears. Like, I I don't know. Steph Curry is like a, a Hall of Famer in my book. Roquan is a, a decent middle linebacker i don't know how they're comparable you know yeah. but i mean yeah i don't know how you compare the warriors to the bears one's a successful franchise at this point and one's yeah not a joke yeah it, colin cowherd's an idiot anyways yeah well yeah I, w- I would agree with that too but so, uh on a positive note the bears are winning their second preseason game 27 to 3 granted it's against the seattle seahawks who are going to be pretty bad this year as well w- wait a minute i've been told the bears are going to be the worst team in the league so so maybe they'll be second worst <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't saw know that somebody somebody on ESPN reported that uh, yeah. today that they said, oh, the, the Bears are going to be the worst team in the division because they got Matt Eberflus and didn't help Justin Fields out at all. It's like, mm-hmm. I again, another another thing I'm just sick and tired of hearing about is how, you know how bad it, the Bears are going to be at this I, point. 
like if they're somewhat competitive for the first two or three quarters, great. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I have low expectations, and and I mean, I have permanent they're low expectations. Division, Justin, come on. Yeah, now. okay, Vinny. Believe. <laughs> I think there's a better chance of Detroit. No, Detroit's <laughs> gonna win the division before the Bears do. Uh Oh, well, I don't know. That's that, I don't know. I don't think about Detroit. that. Yeah, they're better I don't than Detroit. Get how people are putting Detroit no, no, no. The I Bears. know. No, no. Not when they got Jason Goff as quarterback. Anyway, uh, not Jason Goff. Yeah, Jason Goff. No, no. Who's Jared Goff? Jared Jason Goff. Goff's Jason Goff's. The, uh, he, the he used Chicago to Chicago uh, Bulls uh, pregame. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. You know, good on the Bears for winning. I, it's preseason. Is it really matter? Who knows? But um, they, I heard Tevin Jenkins looked decent. That whole story. Who knows That's what's good. gonna happen there? But uh, we shall see. Um, you got any other Bears uh, tidbits you want to share? That's it. That's it. All right. Well, it's time for some whatever. Now it's time for whatever. 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 Whatever you want. Whatever I want. Whatever, dude. Irrelevant. Whatever, dude. All right, we are ready. Vinny, would you like to take over whatever again? You did pretty good last week. Sure, I'll take over. All right, take Welcome it over, Vinny. To, oh, I, I can't do Greg's thing. Greg's um, baseball and, wait, whatever, baseball, baseball and whatever. whatever. Yeah. He, he's just uh, got I this gravitas I, that he brings to yeah, the show, you know? Yeah. Welcome to whatever, the section that we're, <laughs> where we talk about anything that we decide to talk about. This week, we are talking about... Top five women in music, I guess, would be the right term. It be could be a woman that's in a band. It could be a single uh, artist. Uh, it could be just a woman that plays an interest, instrument sure. in uh, music. So m- women in music. So, okay. Since it's just us two, Justin... Do you yes. want to go first, or do you need to tinker with your lineup? No, a no, bit my more? my list is done. Uh, I I finalized it earlier. Actually, no, I just finalized it about thirty seconds ago. But uh, it is <laughs> it is finalized because I realized I had one I forgot to add, so that just bumped everyone down one. But that's okay. Uh, all right, so my number five. Um, I believe this band is still around, but they haven't really had any. I don't I, any hits. Um, since. Gosh, I want to say like maybe 2000, 2001, something like that is. Um, and that is the lead singer of the band Garbage, Shirley Manson. Oh. Dude. So, yeah. So, okay. I, I am a huge fan of Garbage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's going to be the quote for this week. Yeah. I am a huge fan of Garbage. Uh, the band, let me preface that by um, their albums, their music. Uh, I used to love playing it on the drums. Um, and Shirley Manson's just got, she's got an awesome sound to her voice. Um, she just, she rocks for a band that's, uh, you know, front person is a woman and then it's three guys behind her playing, you know, drums, bass, and electric guitar. Uh, mm-hmm. she commands it. She's awesome. She's got a great, like, um, not demeanor, but like great, uh, presence. Uh, when I mm-hmm. watch some of the live performances and stuff on YouTube, but, uh, yeah, they're a band. I, I wish, you know, I don't know what they're up to, um, lately but i would i would love to hear a new a new garbage album with her uh still front frontlining the band but uh, yeah that's my number five shirley manson of garbage nice okay i i remember the band garbage i didn't they have a song on uh big daddy yes the they soundtrack? did 
Yes, okay. they did. It was uh, it was a cover of "When I Grow Up." Yes, great, okay. I, a great, uh, great version too. It was a good, good song. Good, I remember good memory. that. Yep, very good. I'm gonna very have good. to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I totally forgot about that band. I remembered that because one of my friends growing up on the bus was a big garbage fan and really not, not trash but the band <laughs> uh, I'm, um, I'm just picturing uh danny devito as frank from it's always trash, sunny is the trash, the trash man <laughs> he just it's all trash around the ring oh <laughs> uh, yeah so there uh, you go that's my number we five have dire- derailed here um, oh that's a given yeah, we do that almost on every segment. Yes. But my number five, I'm sticking kind of in the rock and roll category, and I'm going with Pat Benatar. Ooh, love is a battlefield. Yeah. Uh, hit me with your best shot, Justin. Um, I, I will try. <laughs> I, don't know any, I don't know any other Pat Benatar songs, so I'm sorry. Yeah, but she's got a couple more. I was listening yeah, to her she does. today, but yeah, she, she rocked, and she kind of was the you know first woman I would I I would say in rock and roll, or I guess one of the. I mean, she was definitely the first solo sure. woman in rock and roll that I sure. know of. Um, we had Stevie Nicks and um, oh, Ann Wilson from Heart, um, mm-hmm. you know, that were in rock and roll bands. Although I, uh, what was uh, Stevie Nicks was it? What was the band? She was uh, Fleetwood in? Mac. Yes, I I hardly count them as rock and roll. Um, no, I mean, no, they they th- that was another one too that I I had to go back and listen to a bunch of their music because well I won't preface anything I won't spoil anything but yeah I had to I had to do a deep dive on on uh, Fleetwood Mac and in Stevie yeah. Nicks this week so they're good but yeah yeah I, it's, you know I guess classic rock but I mean yeah hardly I don't really consider them rock too much no no I don't know what they are but yeah I wouldn't I mean there's some songs but not many yeah no. No, yeah, but no. they're they're considered classic rock. But yes, yeah. that was my yeah. number five was uh, Pat Benatar. Very nice, good choice. Um, I like that. I like that choice. Uh, all right, my number four. Uh, you just mentioned them uh, a few seconds ago. My number four. This was a band I actually saw in concert. Oh God, probably about a decade ago now in uh, in Tinley Park here on the south side of Chicago, uh, and that is Heart. Uh, Heart is just an incredible band. Uh, when we saw them, uh, about 10 years ago, it was, uh, I might've talked about this before. It was cheap trick was the opener and then heart was the middle act. And then, uh, journey was the, uh, headliner for that, for that concert. And it wasn't journey with, uh, Steve Perry. It was journey with, I can't remember their replacement singer. He was phenomenal. Uh, all the credit in the world to him. But, uh, the takeaway from that concert was that heart was the best performance uh best performers out of that whole thing they were incredible um yeah in in just so many songs that you you realize you've heard so many times Mm -hmm. uh you know i'm dating myself here like on the oldie station or on the classic rock station and then you realize it's like oh that's hard like oh oh you know what i mean and and so for a band like that that it really resonated with me um i mean barracuda is just an incredible song like when that when they started playing the guitar from that like this the the stadium and the the lawn seating went absolutely nuts uh it it was a really it was a really cool experience but yeah like i give them credit i i would imagine uh you know the members of heart have to be i don't know mid 60s late 60s at this point and they were they put on a hell of a show so um you know props to them but uh, yeah that's my number four is nice heart heart yes that's a good one. Um, Thank you. Yeah, they made they made my honorable mention. Um, okay. But yeah, Barracuda is a great song. Mm-hmm. 
My number four um, great 90s uh, singer is mm-hmm. Cheryl Crow. Ooh, good choice. Yep. Good choice. I mean, most of her songs, I immediately think of my childhood growing up 90s. All, all I want to do, soak up the oh, sun. Yep. If it makes you happy. I mean, great every song. day is a winding road. I mean, they're all really good. And then, yeah. you know, was it? Um, she also did the themes that are, I guess, I'm theme song to uh the cars movie and my son was like really into those oh i didn't like, know that that's like pretty cool three. yeah she did the, wow. the theme theme song to that real gone it's okay. kind of like a rocky it's a it's a good song it's kind of got like a rock good yeah rock tune to it um so yeah cheryl crow she's really good love a lot of her music so yeah number four for me well Vinny, i am so glad that was your number four because cheryl crow was my number three Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, like like you said, um I I'm more partial to the 90s Cheryl Crow. Uh once she did like Soak Up the Sun, I kind of lost interest a little bit. And then same thing with Didn't she do a song with Kid Rock and Uncle Cracker too, I think? I feel like she did. Was Maybe I'm thinking uh, was that her, I, I think I know the slow song you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's a slower one. And and after that, I'm just kind of like, eh. And, and to be honest, I, I don't know what she's been up to. Like, I haven't, I haven't I heard any. I think she did do that song. Did she? Okay. With Kid so, Rock, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, I know I know some people really liked it. I, I'm not a Kid Rock fan. But, um, so that kind of turned me off of, of, the, of her songs for a little bit. And she kind of, I feel like her stuff in the 90s was not, not necessarily heavier, but a little bit more rockier, where her stuff in like the 2000s was much more like a little bit poppier, if that Upbeat. makes sense. Upbeat. Yeah, which is fine, but I definitely like the rockier stuff. But yeah, like all I want to do, I think is probably my favorite uh, Cheryl Crow song, uh, Only uh, not Only When It Rains, that's um, <laughs> that's a garbage song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing I'm losing my train of thought here. Um uh if it makes you happy like you said great song. Um uh a change would do you good. Also great music video. Andy Dick is in that music video uh for some reason as is um Jeff Garland and um oh, wow. Pat Hughes. A, Pat <laughs> my There's impression a couple... of Pat or John Garland, Jeff doing, Garland Pat, doing Pat Hughes. Jeff Garland, yeah. Is that he who actually... you said Jeff Garland was in it? Jeff Garland, or yeah. Did... Yeah, okay. yeah, he actually he got kicked off the Goldbergs. Did you know that he did? He's not. Yeah, yeah he's not on the Goldbergs anymore. Um, but yeah, so like she she was awesome. Um, I felt so bad when uh, Lance Armstrong turned out to be a major tool. And I think like she helped take care of him when he had cancer and then he bailed on yeah. her after he got he went into remission. Well, he, he sounds like he's just a tool in general. But uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, no, that's my number three. Sheryl Crow. Um yeah, she's just an awesome, awesome guitarist, um, great, great lyricist, and uh, yeah, that's my number three. Nice. Well, my number three is kind of staying, well, I guess it, probably more 80s, I guess, uh, okay. but it's Whitney Houston. Wow. Um, I want to dance with somebody. That. I love that song. Her cover, um, you know, I'm a big Steve Winwood fan, but her <laughs> yes, cover <you> of... <laughs> Higher Love is great. I really like that. Um, second to the original. Yes. Uh, and I Will Always Love You is just like one of those classic songs that, yes, I I would, tr- when I'm alone, I will try to sing that song. <laughs> um, yes. So Whitney Houston, great, I, great vocal I, talent. Great oh, yeah. Songs. I did, I will be honest. I never had you pegged as a Whitney Houston fan. That's kind of interesting. Pretty yeah. cool. 
Well, to to give some history on why I like that uh, song, yes. I Will Always Love You, is that was uh, we would always go to my grandparents' house on Sunday nights and um, – my uh my grandparents had a dog and they would play that song and the dog would sing along to it whenever she would hit the high notes Mm -hmm. the dog would howl during the high notes and try to like it would match the pitch to it wow yeah it's just something i always remember so yes i yep i have a near and dear place for that song in my heart so very cool well also uh your buddy zach chimes in he says he loves the podcast waiting for his pepperoni pizza hope they don't mess up again can always oh, count on yep. Zach to, to 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 stop in bring and bring up uh, the sausage pizza. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, hey, you know it's Chicago. Well, he's is he in Chicago? I don't know if no, he's in Chicago. He's no, he's not. Oh, then no, I don't he's know. Up in Wisconsin. Oh well, I don't know what's okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this, but anyway, uh, my number two um, don't necessarily love the solo career so much of this particular singer. But I love her band. I uh, saw her band in concert. And that is Gwen Stefani of No Doubt. Okay, nice. I uh, I love No Doubt. I have pff, most of their albums, I would imagine. Saw them in concert. They put on a heck of a show. Um, yeah, like I, I love like that bordering of like the punk and ska that kind of had mm-hmm. going in the early 90s. Um, all the way up until like the early 2000s. They had, was it Hella, Hella Good was... That song kind of got old pretty quick, but uh, that was a fun song. Yeah, like it kind of bummed me out. She went and did her own thing for a while, and some of her solo album stuff like uh, wasn't too bad. It was it was interesting. And then like I think she just does the voice now. I think right, and she's married yeah, to some so. country singer. And uh, yeah, he's on the voice. He's I on the voice too. Name. So I don't know. Like it also really bummed me out when I was looking these you know these singers up. Like she's like I remember her. You know, growing up, she was probably in her late twenties when I started listening to No Doubt, mm-hmm. and now she's like in her early fifties, I think, yeah. late forties. Like that's it's really depressing for me that I'm old. This keeps happening, Justin. Vinny. We're old well, with every year. We every get year we get a little bit older and a little bit older. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but no, I I I am hoping and praying. Out of all the singers and bands I've talked about so far, No Doubt is one I wish they would get back together and release another album. Um. I also was kind of a fan of her ex-husband's band Bush, and then he kind of did her wrong too. And then I kind of, I kind of fell off the Bush bandwagon because he seemed like kind of a jerk too. So, um, yeah, Gwen Stefani, uh, great singer, great leader of a band, and uh, you, you can't go wrong. Hollaback Girl, I still love that song. I will belt that song out in this in the car from by myself. So nice. Yeah, you also sing to to songs too in the car. I do. Just I do. Like, I got to make sure no one's I, I, looking at me uh, from side to side, you know. But, uh, put, put your hand up over your mouth. So yeah. Yeah. I just, oh, oh, oh. But if you think about it, if, if if your windows are rolled up, they probably think that maybe you're talking on the phone. I'm talking on the phone. Like closing your eyes and really getting into it. I hope I'm not closing my eyes. You know, it could be worse. They could either see me singing or seeing me like scratch my nose like Seinfeld and thinking it was yep. a pick. You know, I pick. mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's one or the other. Pick. Yes. It was all on the outside, I swear. Uh, so <laughs> Gwen Stefani of No Doubt is my number two. Good good one. I, I see a like a, a trend. A trend? Your, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like there. that. I like, don't know where number one's going to go. but 90s um, rock. You no know, rock. Uh, minus heart. Heart kind of is the outlier there. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. So there you go. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtowns Healthcare in Denver. Downtowns Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtowns Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. All right, good good one. Um, my number two um, is not in the 90s rock era, it, but it is a great singer, and she was teased on... Um, with Stranger Things this past season, I could oh. not have disagreed with the song or their stating as the voice of an angel, but it is none other than Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, I did not ex- Okay, I thought you, you were going. That one. You I, I didn't expect Ella Fitzgerald. I thought you were saying Kate Bush. I'm like, <laughs> I honestly don't know any Kate Bush songs besides Running Up That Hill. No, so. Yeah, I, I don't know either. <laughs> no, it is Ella Fitzgerald. She is great. Her voice is definitely that of an angel. Uh, the work she does with Louis Armstrong, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why I wanted to play trumpet, um, that and I couldn't play the saxophone. Um, but she she is phenomenal. Love pretty much any song that she puts out. Um, I like it. I have it on my uh, Spotify playlist somewhere. It is Ella Fitzgerald. I, I can't say enough about her um, that – She's just great. So awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Time for number ones, right? Yep. Should All we right. do uh do you want to go yeah. to the the uh the the, the write ins, I the guess? Write ins, yeah. We had quite a few. Let me uh let me pull up oh, I accidentally closed my Google Drive account here. Hold well, on here. I will start you start here. us off. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh Brian wrote in on Facebook. He said Gwen Stefani, Alicia Keys, and Pink. Those Ooh, are all good ones. Pink Pink is one that I really liked, uh, like in like middle school, I kind of got into like listening to like the pop music more and I really mm-hmm. liked Pink. She had some good Pink's songs. Pink's really good. I, yeah. she was on my honorable mention, almost made, almost made number five, but yeah, she's, she's good. She's got a yeah. lot of good songs that are kind of fun. I guess right. you'd say. Yeah, I, I can definitely be, I'm definitely okay with that. Uh, Dr. Mantis wrote in number five, Rihanna. Number four, Adele. Adele is a good one. I didn't even think about that. Number three, Lady Gaga. Number two, Avril Lavigne, uh, Skater Boy. And number one, just like you, Vinny, uh, big fan of Whitney Houston. Very cool. Yeah. Very I, cool. I don't, was it? Um, oh, thank you, Pretzel Vince, for the, the good choice on the Ella Fitzgerald. Thank you. I thought he might like uh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the Adele. I I think Adele's good, but my problem with Adele is she's overplayed, and that makes me dislike yes. her. I can I, I can totally understand that. Her songs are very good, but they're overplayed so much. I just end up hating the songs so much. Didn't she do a Bond song? I feel like Greg is screaming into his microphone Ooh, right now. She might have. Let I don't me, know. Let me look. I I, I, I feel know. like I'm getting. I can feel Greg's eyes staring at me right now. Whenever I bring up right, Bond, it's burning right through you. Bond um, and Adele. She did. She did. Uh, Skyfall. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. I don't know if Skyfall is a good Bond movie, but uh, um, I, th- I think that was. Yeah, it, I I didn't mind it. I also fell asleep during it. So is that is that um, the one that's got Boris and like the the radar dish that they fight on top of and stuff? Justin, <laughs> I'm just Justin. trying to piss Greg off. Sorry. Justin, no, stop getting Bond wrong. 
Rain. Oh, uh, perfect no. timing. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So. Skyfall had Sean Connery in it. Oh, okay. See, I thought I thought it had uh, old Sean Connery. Old Sean no. Connery. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, it wasn't young Sean Connery because Odell wasn't alive then. Now that is that is that impressive. also the one where Q and Money Penny fight or something? I can't remember. All right, fair enough. Let's you're move gonna on. Kill, you're going to kill Greg. Greg is having um, a heart attack right now. Yep. Jaybird writes in uh, on the text line, Shania Twain, T. Swift, uh, Avril Lavigne, uh, Eva. Oh, Evanescence. Wow. Evanescence. I, yeah. I haven't heard about them in a long time. And Lady Gaga. I don't remember what songs evanescence did um they had they were like a rock band in the early 2000s uh okay let, let me see evanescence song oh um bring me to life do you remember that song? my immortal i remember that one i'm too. sure if i heard them i'd recognize them but those songs those names don't 2003 was their was when they had their big hits it looks like okay and yeah, i mean they've had albums since that. but all right, uh, let me see. Who do we got here? Pretzel Vince writes in. And hey, everybody. An old man's talking. He says, Dion or Diane Crawl? Diana uh, Crawl. Diana Crawl, sorry. Carrie Underwood, Jesse J, Candy Dulfer, Laura Nero, and Stevie Nicks. I only know There's two of those. Three of those are like jazz musicians. Okay, that's understandable then. That yep. is understandable then. Very cool. I'm always I'm always down for some jazz, so I can I can I can get on board with that. Yo. Uh, All right. Lynn writes in Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert, Taylor Swift, Loretta Lynn, Lynn Anderson, Aretha Franklin, Celine Dion, Karen Carpenter, and Kelly Clarkson. Oh, uh, yeah. Karen Carpenter of the Carpenters. I, I yeah. know their, their Christmas song. That's about all I know by them. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the other one she brought up, Celine Dion, I will admit, I would get so angry uh, at Celine Dion as a kid because I just remember uh, I got really into like VH1's Top 10 Countdown along with TRL. And I mm-hmm. swear to God, that Celine Dion song from the Titanic, Titanic. see, now we've come full circle, yes. was like number one for like a year and a half straight. And I'm like, I hate this song. I hate this video. Good Lord, give me something else. But she does. Didn't she they does. do like a bunch of clips from the. Yes. It was just like the movie. That's all it was. Yeah. And occasionally her singing. Although I will admit she has a song. It's all coming back to me, I think. Yeah. It's literally really a song. song. Really yep. good song. Really good song. Um, She's very good. She is. And I want to say she did like a, she do like an, in, not an internship, but whatever you want to call it in Vegas, where like she had a show there for a while, if I'm not mistaken. But oh. um, let's see. Who's next? Is it Greg? Greg. Right. It All right. Um, Greg. Okay. Greg says, my favorite female musicians are Avril Lavigne and the multi-talented Anna Kendrick. They are also happen to be my top celebrity crushes. I do know he is a big fan of Anna Kendrick. Okay. Yes. And I think she is she do the song Cups, I believe. Yeah. I think. Okay. And I know she's in um what's those Pitch, Pitch Perfect. Perf- Pitch Perfect. I yeah, have not seen any of those. That's where that song's from. Oh, well, there you go. I have not seen any of those movies, so I couldn't tell you. I, I know saw the first one. I was told it was really good. It was okay. I wasn't. Oh. People oh. it was kind of uh kind of like you, Justin. People built it up and <laughs> it didn't it didn't What, what movie did I build up for you, Vinny? I no, it was just movies oh, that get I, built up. Get for built you. up was and then I'm like, like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Endgame? 
Was that it got built up for you and you didn't like it as much? You thought Justice League was better? No. It? Well, I might have to revisit that one. I think Endgame might be the right choice on that one. I think you I need know. to revisit a lot of your decisions on the Marvel <laughs> movies. I have a lot of decisions in general I need to revisit. Yes. Um, <laughs> you want to go ahead? Go ahead. You want to do Erica's? Yes. Erica writes in, uh, I don't know what order here. No particular order. Missy Elliott, Lady Gaga, Gwen Stefani, Selena Gomez, <laughs> and Rihanna. <laughs> a- honorable mentions, Avril, I'm guessing, is that Avril Levine? Levine, yes. Okay. Pop Taylor Swift, Hannah Montana. <laughs> And I, and I love that she wrote, yes, I know she's just a character, but she had some bops. I don't know. <laughs> How old is she? <laughs> I've never. Bops? <laughs> I feel like, wow. I feel like, like, oh man, we're going to, we're going to go to the club and listen. Oh man, those songs are popping. You know, I don't know, but. Yeah, that's what something old people say. Well. Oh, back in my day, that song bopped. It was <laughs> Hannah. She is a big Hannah Montana fan. I have heard it blasting you know when she's cleaning before so uh, i usually wear headphones when i clean but she likes to just blast it out loud so not not necessarily conducive to the rest of the family in the home but uh no what are you gonna do so uh laura writes in and said Haley williams is my girl extra emphasis on the extra u's and r's and l's there Haley williams of paramore uh good good uh good choice paramore is a good band misery business i still i will always love that song uh that was probably 2007 2008 roughly around there um yeah and i know i want to say laura is also a big Gaga fan i'm I'm surprised she didn't add that but uh there you go interesting Mm -hmm. zach writes in dr condom uh the luna chicks the bomb Bomb Pops. Pops. Yep. Yeah, wow, I'm having trouble reading here. <laughs> Libby from the Bridge City Sinners, Escape from the Zoo, and Days and Days. Days D A Y Z and Days D A Z E. I I I feel horrible. Zach always writes in and he's awesome and I feel bad. I need to check out some of the music he's recommended because it's not stuff I'm familiar with. And I'll be honest, with a band name like the Luna Chicks and a band name like the Bomb Pops, like I'm already sold. I, I need to check yeah. out and find out what those are. So, I know what I'm listening to tomorrow. Yes, I will. They, Don't they will delete be on, those because I'll, no, I'll have to listen we, to them. We will leave. I will leave this open. Uh, Kevin writes in and he said Pat Benatar. And then yes. you want to take uh, take our third I'll co-host. Take, yes. Greg writes in five Carly. Uh, oh, Carly he, Simon. This is an order. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. Was Carly. I thought five Carly Simon was a band name. Okay. <laughs> five Carly Simon for Nobody Does It Better Alone. Uh, pretty much Roger Moore's theme. Oh, song there we go. I knew Bond there was a Bond one, yes. thing going there. Four Kristen Molinato from Pentatonics. Pentatonics. I know. I want to Pen- say they're like the uh, acapella, acapella Christmas group or, or just yep. group in general. Acapella group in general. The boner champ in that one? <laughs> yes. Uh, Greg Here comes trouble, on, class of 93. Right. She's a uh, 10 times better singer than those other fools. Number three, Karen Carpenter. Wow. Um, I did not see that one coming at all. No. N- number two, Avril Lavigne. Uh, and number one, Michelle Branch. She was uh, just arrested, too, for slapping the shit out of her cheating husband from the Black Keys. Good for her, Michelle. Branch. Yeah, that, I I saw is that. that. Scary Spice. 
No, no. Michelle Branch was a guitarist. Uh, she had a song with Santana when Santana was releasing songs with other uh, popular singers like um, Rob Thomas and all that. I think it was called The Game of Love. And then she did her own thing. And I want to say she was in a duo band called The Wreckers, I believe, for a while. She's a really good guitarist. But yes, I, I did see that. I did not. I, I really liked the Black Keys. And then I saw that... Um, the one, the guy from one of the Black Keys was her husband, and he was cheating on her with the nanny. So, um, oh, not shitty good. move, man. Yeah, and yeah. he he's not a good looking dude. So I don't know what he's doing, but uh, yeah. So there you go. Interesting. Uh, Greg's honorable mentions are Haley Williams of Panama, Amy Lee of Evanescence, uh, Shirley Bassey of Three. Oh, she did three Bond songs. Goldfinger, Diamonds Are Forever, of course, and uh, ooh, uh, MR. Uh, Mr. No? <laughs> Not no. Mr. No. How would you get Mr. No from MR? <laughs> MR, Mr. from It's Dr. No, first of all. <laughs> MR. I, Greg, I am sorry, but I do not know what MR stands for. I'm drawing a blank on that one. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, what, do we, what do we got here? Yeah, I don't. I don't have one. Um, her Majesty? On. No, not her Majesty. No, it's not know. Her Majesty's Secret Service, or I think something Moon, like that. Is it Moon? Is it Moonraker? Maybe Moonraker. It's Moonraker. That's what okay. it is. Um, thank you, Justin. Wow, good, good one, Justin. That oh, that's that was courtesy of Google. Days. That was courtesy oh, okay. of Google. Our <laughs> uh, all-time high and shout out to the Olivia Rodrigo for brutal used uh that song for a couple of cts intros yes for his countdown to the show he uh, uh he liked that olivia rodrigo song so we used that as the intro uh because it wasn't on youtube so i think we were able to get away with that so uh there you go all right good stuff that thank was... you to everybody who wrote in i always yes, love it when we get you. a big response like that so that's nice uh do we do you want to do our number ones or do you want to do our honorable mentions now? We can do honorable mentions first. Okay. You want me to go first? Go ahead, Justin. All right. Uh, I also had Michelle Branch. Uh, Michelle Branch. Joan Jett. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Joan okay. Jett. Uh, Stevie Nicks, fan. Uh, Lady Gaga, I'm not the biggest I, I mean her music's fine but i think she's very talented in terms of just every song is just so very different than the other songs um i think I that's like pretty recent stuff her earliest poppy stuff i don't really yeah care for and and i do after you know doing our little episode last week where we talked about tony bennett i think it mm-hmm. is so cool that they have you know toured together granted not doing it now but um yeah i don't know the fact that she can she kind of makes that connection to older you know generations of musicians and mm-hmm. stuff i thought that was pretty neat um these other two i will admit i'm not a huge fan of their entire catalog maybe just a handful of songs but when they come on the radio watch out Uh oh uh the first one is paula abdul you play some straight up for me oh my god that song is my jam (laughs) other breaking news water wet 
All right, I love that. Is that is like your quintessential lady late eighties, early nineties? Might be a nineties yep. song. I honestly don't know. Um, I think it's and then uh, this other one. I'm kind of surprised nobody mentioned this one because I mean, most people, if you would have asked people like twenty years ago, they probably would have brought her up. And that is Madonna. Like, there's a couple good Madonna songs mm. I enjoy. That was Madonna made my honorable mention. Honorable mentions. So. I love. I don't think anyone really cares for the song besides me. But uh, "Beautiful Stranger" from the Austin Powers Two soundtrack. That's a good song. That's a great song. That's yeah. a great song. You give me I, that. I, give me some Vogue. Uh, I'm I'm yeah. there for that. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, I almost had Madonna in my top five. Uh, spoiler okay. alert: she's not my number one. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, I know. But yeah, I, that one. She got bumped by Whitney Houston, so you know what? Fair tough. enough. I, th- I think uh, I think Madonna had the better catalog of songs, but mm-hmm. I think Whitney Houston is more talented. Um, but are, did you finish your honorable mentions, or did we just? Yes, that was it. Sorry, that was okay. it. Yep. That no, was that's it. fine. I, I didn't know if we I cut you off because we kind of got derailed there. <laughs> we got derailed by Madonna. Madonna. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, keep boy. it going. Keep it going. Yep. Uh, my honorable mention, Stevie Nicks, The Spice Girls, Madonna, Ann Wilson of Heart, uh, Celine Dion, Janet Jackson, Dolly Parton, Aretha Franklin, uh, Monique Powell of Save Ooh. Ferris, uh, Billie Holiday, Miranda Lambert, Pink, and Sultan Peppa. Nice. I can't believe no oh. one had Salt and Peppa. No, you know what? Who another one too that I just I just realized that we hadn't even thought thought about is I really like TLC too when they were in their oh, their glory yeah, days. I totally TLC was pretty TLC. good. And yeah. and I still uh, I haven't seen the movie in a while, but the movie The Other Guys with um, Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. I love Michael Keaton's uh, character as I believe he's the not police, police chief. chief is he police chief or like com- or like, like commissioner or something lieutenant and he, or every something time like he's talking he keeps referencing all these tlc songs and i think is it mark Wahlberg or will ferrell's like all right what the hell man like you've never heard of probably TLC? mark Wahlberg. yeah I and feel he's like, like it's mark Wahlberg because he was like the mo- i feel like he was level-headed like he everything yeah. else was like really weird to him like yeah it was weird to everybody but he was the only one picking up on that stuff in the movie because i want to say like he's michael keaton's like all right you gotta be careful i don't want you creeping around and they're like what he goes yeah you know don't go chasing him don't go cha- don't go chasing waterfalls and he's like all right shit dude come on i, I know what you're doing he's like what i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> so yeah tlc is another good one but um nice yeah good choices all right good justin choices. All right, so my number one, it's not Shirley Manson, it's not Hart, not Cheryl Crow, not Gwen Stefani. It is Alanis Morissette. Ah, there we go. I, I, uh, another 90s. Another, yeah, you can see a, a very, very strong theme that I'm still trying to break out of. We need to, we need to bring back musical mayhem again to break I me out of so. that. But, uh, yeah, Alanis Morissette, uh, what more is there to say? Um, you know, even she had a new a new album come out last year or two years ago that wasn't too bad. Um, but you know, going all the way back to "You Ought to Know," we learned that Dave Coulier is obviously an, a horrible boyfriend, apparently, uh, in that song because that su- supposedly is written about him. Uh, uninvited, thank you. Um, you know, there's 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 so many songs. Her her she had a greatest hits album. Uh, I want to say a little while ago, but it was probably like 15 years ago. That was really good um yeah just uh awesome um i also think it's really cool that uh the late taylor hawkins was her drummer and then he left her band to go play for the foo fighters when uh dave Grohl asked him um you know hand in my pockets uh irony Mm -hmm. ironic ironic is just like i remember listening to that song a ton in grade school that was a song everybody played um 
and kind of a cool video too with the four you know four of her in the car singing and stuff like that so that is my number one alanis morissette the canadian uh rocker herself nice good one yeah um, Thank you. yeah a lot of good 90s songs in there yes uh, yeah well justin you want to guess my number one uh give me give me a decade at least narrow down a decade for current. me current it's current this person's current yeah um hmm. i'm gonna any go genre? with billy eilish no i have no, no idea it, it is um yeah you wouldn't have guessed this either country sing- is it a country singer no, it's a, oh, thank she's God. a kind of blues rocky singer. Um it is mm. none other than Susan Tedeschi. Um, I don't know who that is. Yes, she is uh kind of, <laughs> I'm not surprised, <laughs> Justin. Other breaking news. Water. We we uh, we just got through how my whole list is like 90s, 90s rockers yes. besides Heart and yeah, it's a, no 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 shit I didn't know this one, yeah. Yes. Um but yes, she is actually uh she's a blues um guitarist. She kind of, you know, she, you know, I've read that she's kind of got like a buddy guy type oh. of uh kind of rhythm to her guitar playing, but uh her work in the Tedeschi Trucks band which is her and her husband Derek Trucks. I don't know if you that name rings a bell. Derek Trucks. No, it does not. You really need to open up <laughs> your your listening. On my music. my um, yeah, I do. I do. You're you're not they're, wrong. They're really good. Um, yeah, they're just kind of like a bluesy rock band. Uh, I a lot of their songs. If you go on Spotify and just play through their popular songs, they're all really great. One of my favorite songs, they do a collaboration uh, the the Tedeschi Trucks band does a collaboration with um, Herbie Hancock, not John Hancock, but oh. Herbie Hancock um, and it's Space <laughs> Captain. Uh, it's okay. phenomenal. She does vocals on the song. It's absolutely phenomenal. Great song. Uh, the original is great. I've, I've, I forgot who does the original one. Um, but yeah, Space Captain by uh, Susan Dudusky, Derek Trucks, and Herbie Hancock. Check it out on Spotify. You won't be disappointed. I, you're gonna a have to. Song. You're gonna have to give me a list of like Spotify groups to check out. I, I feel like I need to get on the Spotify bandwagon because the problem is when I drive to work, I listen like a combination of the alternative rock station that plays some new alternative rock and then mm-hmm. mostly stuff from the '90s and 2000s, or I listen to sports radio, and then or a podcast. And then mm-hmm. if I'm really jonesing for music, I just plug my iPod from 2008 in, and it's just all the stuff I've owned for the last 25 years. So I'm That's not breaking in. I'm not. Yeah, I need to update and get into Spotify, uh, yeah. especially. I mean, you don't pay for. You don't do the pay version, do you? No, I just do the okay. free one. And yeah, then, that's yeah, that's kind of what I've always stuff like that. Oh yeah, that bother me because I would do that at work. I'd play music for the kids. I would have like um, a list of music I knew that was safe to to play for them. But I never really like branched out from that. So I'll have to. Yeah, you're gonna have to send me a the list. Thing with Spotify is uh, the Discover Weekly, where they pick Ooh. like random songs and stuff. Like some okay. of them are bad, but usually I can find a couple gems on a weekly basis. There's there's been a couple weeks where like two or three weeks and it's like a bunch of gar not the band garbage not the band garbage. garbage uh not 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 stuff i really like or stuff sure. i've heard before i just kind of skip through it but i've i've found some you know new music to listen to but susan tedeschi actually found out through my wife uh she's a big Derek trucks fan okay um and so yeah once i i think she knew of susan tedeschi through Derek, you know being a fan of Derek trucks 
Um, so yeah, I, I, I really like that music, you know, blues is kind of my go-to music. Mm-hmm. Um, so blues and rock mixed together is great. Um, but nice. yes, Justin, I, I recommend listening to that song space captain. Yeah, I'll give, I'll definitely give that a listen and I'll definitely give the, like the, the new stuff you can, uh, you can experience that. That's a, that's not bad. I need to, I need yeah. to branch out. I need to get out of the nineties and two thousands. It's 2022. Yes, it is. Justin. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, and you're what, thirty four years old now? Thirty five. I wish I was thirty five. Sorry, I, you look like you're twenty five. So it's true. Um, I just shaved today know. before the podcast, so I hadn't really? shaved all. I hadn't shaved all week. I had. Uh, Peach I had a five o'clock shadow. So after a week, after <laughs> yeah, there a full you week. Go. So yes, no. Um. All right. Well, uh, I I got it. I think that does it for whatever. Um, Thank you to everybody who wrote in. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. If you are listening uh, and you want to text us or write in your favorite uh, uh, female musician or band or group, let us know. We will bring those up again next week. No problem at all with that. Um, What else am I missing? I feel like I'm missing something. Am I missing something, Vinny? I was going to say, should we just do Musical Mayhem for next week? I can pick out the songs right now. Sure. Do you want to announce what they are now? Why or do you want to wait? I already All have right. them up after you said oh, that we man. should do another one. It's like, oh, you know what? Let's just pick that and let's just do it. Um, All right. Give it to me. So, All right. So live on the air, Musical Mayhem uh, yeah, draft picks. Live here we on go. The air. Um, so we have here, actually, Justin, this is going to, well, this probably isn't good for you because it's not branching out too much. <laughs> we have for the five artists, it is Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy oh, Hendrix, God. Okay. Nirvana, Oh, Neil Young. Which I don't know oh, if Neil Young's not bad. To Neil Young on Spotify. If that's where you listen no, to No, you're music, right. I, think I like he's off of Spotify. Rocking in the free um, world. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that's all I know. Number, number five, I don't know who the heck this is. <laughs> well, this is great. But it is Bono Do or Bono Bo. Bono? B-O-N-O-B-O. It's not Bono. Bono Bo. Bono Bo. Bono Bo. Yeah, I. I, I have um, no idea who that is. Um, right, well, we're going to see if they're on. I mean, Neil Young, you can find his music. Oh, yeah. Anywhere. He can go on YouTube Bonobo, or Apple or I something. Bonobo. Oh, no. He is an artist. Oh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing your dad listening to Bonobo. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I don't know what kind of music this is going to be. It looks like it's just going to be. It uh one of the radio stations he's featured in on Spotify is Chill Vibes, so I might maybe, dig maybe it. Maybe it then. could be good. Maybe it, could it can't be, be any worse than be, Tyler it, the Creator. Let's put no, it that it's, way. It's going to be instrumental, I think. So okay, um, it it could be interesting. Um, but yeah, Bono Bo, uh, Bono Bo five. So Jimmy Buffett, Jimi Hendrix, Nirvana, Neil Young, and Bono Bo for musical mayhem next that's, week that's a pretty interesting list i think we should yeah. be able to get some good feedback because that nirvana uh-huh. one's going to be tough to narrow down for me i'm not going to lie Jimi hendrix i there's a there's a really he's good, got instru- a lot of good songs. he's got a lot of great songs and he's got a really good instrumental that i love um so i might need to to re- revisit that all right well uh mm-hmm. let's let's kick the whoop that's not the right music oh boy man i Bono Bo would not be happy with me. Let's try no, this again. <laughs> there we go. All right. All right. Let me let me lower this down a little bit. All right. So, once again, if you've been listening to the show, thank you so much. We appreciate it. If you want to leave us a comment, 
You can, again, go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash baseball, whatever. Leave us a comment. We'll read it on the air. You can text us at 1-913-808-3278. That number, again, is 1-913-808-FART. Accidentally did that out of order. Sorry, Vinny. You can also tweet us at baseball and what email us baseball and whatever at gmail.com. Make sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple or Spotify, please leave us a review, five stars preferably. We'd appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, like our stuff, share it, subscribe. That would also help us a ton. We thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week with baseball and whatever, and more importantly, the second version of Musical Mayhem with Jimmy Buffett, Jimi Hendrix, Nirvana, Neil Young, and the illustrious Bono Bo. All right. On that note, take care, everybody. Have a great weekend, and we will see you. Whoops. We will see you next week. Bye, everybody. See ya. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.